Alrighty guys, welcome back to another episode of Adventure Fit Radio. This is episode 101 and we did not make mention of the fact that last week, our Shoot the Shit episode, which is actually going to be coming out next week, <laughs> it was episode 100. And uh, and uh, what does that mean to you, Bill? Yeah, I was proud to look back on what we've uh, what we've done. We've not interviewed interviewed, um, <laughs> interviewed some of our heroes and yeah, we really um, have. made some great friends, people that we didn't you know, we didn't particularly look up to or mm. or uh, or anything, but we've become great friends with with them. Well, you know, probably better said. Particularly, we, we didn't particularly know, but then we became better mates with you. Oh uh, yeah, I've hated a few yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, I hated the guts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, it's been great. So, I've learned no, so much good. as well. I've just learned about the uh, the similarities of um, a lot of these successful people. Some mm. of the stuff they do in their lives, and uh, try to implement that into my life a little bit more. Um, yeah, it's been great. Mm. Guys, this week, uh, we did another Shoot the Shit episode. We are at the new HQ of Adventure Fit, which is at a at a place called The Commons in, in South Melbourne, and it's a co-working space, essentially, and it's uh, it's making both Bill and myself feel a lot more professional. This is my <laughs> first time here. Bill's been here for a week now. Yeah, a week. A week. And uh, we both feel... We, we are wearing pants. We are... This, this, this just in... We are wearing pants. I think that's how we started the actual show, saying the oh, exact same thing. We're at the too. Commons and we're wearing pants. We're pants. Yeah, about to hear the exact same thing in about yeah. 10 seconds, guys. <laughs> Just make sure you laugh again. But uh, here's the sponsors. <laughs> yeah. So the sponsors, guys. We are today sponsored by Quash Creative, which is an Elwood-based freelance design firm run by our mate Sean Marsh. His sole aim is to solve business challenges with creative solutions, whether that solution is a new website, logo, or marketing strategy. If you come to him with a problem, he'll work out the most effective way to solve it. And the offer today, guys, is... If you go to www.quashcreative.com, that's Q-U-A-R-S-H creative.com, and you mention Adventure Fit Radio, when you get in touch with the guys there and Shawnee there, he'll give you a free basic SEO report on your website or feedback on your existing brand. Bill, talk to me about Audible. Audible. So we're also sponsored by Audible, guys. Audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF Radio will get you a free audio book and a 30-day subscription to Audible. And then I would recommend that you go on and kick on with Audible after that because it's an amazing service. I've always um, always loved it and always listen to books on the on the fly when I'm walking my dog or when I'm cooking dinner, when I'm in my car. At the moment, I've just started Extreme Ownership, How the US, How US Navy Seals Lead and Win by Jocko Willink and Leif, Leif Babin. Uh, it's a fantastic book. I'm only about an hour into it. Um, gives us all the military... Um, all the military um, leadership styles and how they transfer into business. Um, yeah, and Audible has a range of about a million audiobooks, oh, 50,000, yeah. million, 100 trillion, and uh, everything you could ever want or choose or uh, need to choose from is in Audible. So head to www.audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF radio for your free book. And lastly, we're sponsored by AdventureVit travel guys make sure you head on our website we're about to release an Iceland trip very soon we have the next year's Kokoda trip up and running we're about to head off to Thailand but that'll be closed by the time this is aired but if you head onto our website and check out what we do you can go to um, the payment page and put in the code radio for 10% off any and all trips and here's the show now before we do this Let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And that's it. Yo. Discovery Roger, go for deploy. Where did we come from? Are we alone in the universe? What is the future of the universe? 
been considered for mass production. Too weird to live, too rare to die. Yeah. I like a couch, mate. <laughs> like I like couch. couch, yeah. I like, I like having pants on. For I like sitting around in my fucking tracky dacks <laughs> with my dick hanging out of my fucking <laughs> bottom of my pants. But like, just so that everyone at home knows. Are we recording? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've, we've never had our dicks out. No, no. <laughs> Despite the fact that we want to. <laughs> no, no. We've had our hands inside of our pants Multiple on our times. Dicks. And on each other's pants. Yeah. yeah. But not, we've never actually... We sit around holding each other's dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and then we talk shit for an hour. Oh, <laughs> so uh, on that professional note, how are you, Bill? Good. It's good? Good. First Enjoyed time recording First time recording from the new digs. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's a bit it? weird, isn't it? We're not gonna, having the old relaxed vibe. I wonder if everyone's going to be straight down the line, very analytical and very serious <laughs> when we interview them from yeah. now on. Oh, look. Oh, I think they are. I doubt it. I, do. <laughs> I really doubt it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you know, we just we've kicked it up a notch. Mm. You know, we're we're more mm. professional now. We um, we're better looking. We don't, yeah, we don't. To, to, you know, to females we're, anyway. We're clean shaven. We're not actually better looking, but we ooze. We ooze professionalism. Yeah, yep. professionalism. I mean, we, we don't talk about penises. No, nah. we don't talk about. We will never after this, this conversation. We'll never talk about penises. And obviously, again. the next few, <laughs> yeah. we probably won't we're talk about. We're gonna wean ourselves off the we'll penis. We, we'll wean ourselves you off can't the penis. Go, uh, you can't go cold penis, mate. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go cold penis. No one goes. Cold penis. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, nah, I've been. Um, what have I been up to? Shit, not much. I've been moved in here last week. Um, so, uh, if you're listening, we're um, yeah, Adventure Fit mm. is working out of a new co-working space in South Melbourne. Um, yeah, so we're down here, and uh, it's been super productive. It's fucking great, man. Mm. So much better than just sitting at home. Because I had my own. Um, Sorry to break the illusion of grandeur for yeah. everybody that's listening, but eventually I was running it like I, my home, I had a home office basically, which I had two screens set up. Like it was a good setup. I'd be pretty productive, you mm. know, a lot of times. But then the productive um, side of me just kind of fell away, and mm. it's like the last couple of months. Because like I said, I did fuck all work for mm. so long. The last couple of months, I would sit with my feet underneath my coffee table, Ziggy on my lap, food surrounding me, and YouTube playing on the yeah. background. Like I'm listening to fucking Joe Rogan or watching a LeBron James yeah. fucking clip or Ricky Gervais is pumped in the so background. Just so Pornhub was on for about three months. Well, that actually meant, so you were naked, Ziggy was on your balls, Pornhub was on the screen, yeah. and you weren't getting any work done. So that's yeah, what you actually yeah. meant. Yeah, I was getting the moots fucked. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. But, um, so, Let's not bend around the pants. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it's really good to be in a... You know what else is good about being in a co-working space like this? Like, for example, mm-hmm. I just met a lovely woman by well, the, the name, name of Beck. Derek. Derek. Yeah, okay. Derek. Okay. Um, and uh, she's... Um, we didn't even talk about really what we do. We just started talking about... She knew a friend of mine. I overheard her talking and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, we got to having a chat... Um, we got to have a chat and she's probably going to come on a trip I was going to say something extremely yeah. inappropriate but I, I really wanted to hear that yeah no but because she'll she probably listen to the show now it's not about the show yeah. um, fuck we're going to have to delete all this now we'll leave it in no no, no we'll leave just it in. go just go Derek no no said <laughs> no no so she wants to come on a, um, the Kokoda trip so it's good for okay. like um, but, but that's not that's one individual person but mainly like um mm getting to know other people in mm. other industries. So yeah. not just selling like individual tic- is tickets. It is good for that. But just um, 
making, what do they say when you are networking? Well, they're all here at the same sort of time frame you are with your business. Like A lot of people are. Yeah, in that early sort of stage, you know, getting it rocking. Yeah, a lot of people First are. First five years sort of stage. A lot of people are creatives here. Yeah. A lot of creatives, which is really good because like Eventbrite, for example, I've wanted to maybe look at hosting our trips through Eventbrite. Eventbrite mm. are... Their Australian offices are here. Yeah. In the back room. They've yeah, got I their just own saw that. massive that event right office. Yeah, so they're probably good. Yeah, so you know how people go to like I feel I've been to a couple that have been tacked on to like speaking, free speaking events, whatever, which are networking events. Mm-hmm. So you know, you go around, hey, what do you guys do? Oh yeah, great, this is really cool. Here's my card, I do this, fuck, whatever, yeah, jack me off. But so I um I I um I fucking can't stand that shit. And um, so I can't stand it. I really feel... I, but I'm just kind of... Mm, I'm awkward sometimes, you know, and whatever. And I just... Standing around at the beer and just trying to... I don't know. I just never liked the vibe. Mm. This is much more... Um, much more of a relaxed... Much more of a relaxed networking environment, basically. Yep. <laughs> but um, Can't stop it. But it's, it's really good. Like, there's free beers every Friday, free beer and wine. Yeah, so last you're Friday, I got hammered here. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. So you've been productive. Seriously. I got, I got drunk basically, all you've been doing. <laughs> the only thing you've been telling people is you've been flirting with chicks and getting hammered. <laughs> <laughs> and you're paying for That's it. That's why I'm here. Danae, I walked up to Danae at the desk yesterday. <laughs> and we and I, said, I said, I said, <laughs> I walked up to Danae at the desk and I said, What do you do behind the desk here, Danae? Like, what are you, what are oh, you guys in charge oh, of? No. And she started telling me about everything she does she was like kind of like taking her back and she goes what do you do over there and I'm like I just look at fucking YouTube every day yeah. I'm just here to make mates yeah. I'm just here to drink beers with my friends and, um, I'm broke true story yeah so <laughs> but, um, good. I'm a fun yeah fake great guy it's not my money that I'm paying my name isn't Bill <laughs> my name's Derek <laughs> but um, but um, but no it's classic like um, not that I'm a big drinker but I had a party last Friday it would have mm. been Inconvenient if I didn't because I normally train pretty hard on Saturdays. But mm. nay, from the desk, from the front desk, I um, just sitting there at my desk at about 3 p.m. And Danae had a beer in her hand. She just went and poured a beer. And she was walking past my desk towards like the, the, the stationary desks. Mm. Um, anyway, she had a beer in her hand. I'm like, oh, she's delivering a beer, it looks like. This is great. What yeah. a legend. She walks over and just puts it right in front of me. I'm like, hey, wait, you haven't even said hello to me yeah. today. She's like, this is me saying hello because really? I got in late. Yeah, she dropped a beer on my desk. And I was like, because I had a party on Friday night anyway. I so thought, you're already on. Yeah, yeah. I'm already getting ready for yeah, a party. You're getting you know? up there. So otherwise, 3 p.m. on a Friday, yeah. if I want to train the next day, wouldn't end it well. Nah. Because I don't really do 3 p.m. beers and then go home and relax and just cook a nice dinner. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's you, like, you're doing 3 p.m. beers, you're yeah. doing heroin. 12 hookers. Yeah, exactly. 12 hookers and yeah. heroin. <laughs> so, um, 12 heroines and a hooker. Straight up the <laughs> 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 but, so, um, so that was classic. So there's a real good vibe, like. It's not mm. a total drinking culture. It's just a great culture during the week. And then Friday nights, everyone has beers and stuff. Mm. I'll probably only jump into the Friday night beers once every... Fuck, once a month. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. But the thing is, you can have meetings here. At any point, you can have a client over here um, and have a meeting and have beers. Beers are free <sighs> all day, every day. Beer and cider. That's insane. Like also fruit and snacks and yeah. water and all the that crap. All that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's the fucking heroin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, jack me up and fuck off. <laughs> jack me up and fuck me off. <laughs> I didn't say fuck me off. Oh, I you said fuck me off. <laughs> um, I thought you I mixed the two. But, um, but anyway, so, 
Um, uh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, Sur- not surprising. Yeah. But um, but surely, surely if there's just people around you, they're having a few, there's a bit of banter going on, you're like, oh, fucking, you just put the laptop down, you're on. Yeah, it's I, great. I find it very hard not to get into the, the Friday oh, beers yeah. every What night. happened was, Danae brought a beer over last Friday, and um, I'm in the middle of this conversation with Mon over in the Philippines and we're talking we're really nutting something out mm. with the upcoming Thailand trip I think it was and it was pretty serious not serious but like we're really working together mm. all, all on chat just going through maybe the itinerary and in the middle of something right mm-hmm. and um, I've got up to go and refill my beer and I just had my first beer over like an hour mm. you know, like I was just cruising and there was a couple of lads up there that were getting pretty pretty festive. And um, I went up to refill my beer and I poured a terrible beer. This one lad just started ripping into me. Yeah, good. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, we're on here. I'm yeah. fucking showing this bloke. I'm like, mate, yeah. it's my first go. Give me a Because it's a real f- fast tap. Yeah. Anyway, so I poured a beer and then started talking to these two lads. And before I knew it, it had been like 45 minutes. I'm like, oh, I'm fucking in the middle of a meeting with yeah. my assistant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Shit. Yeah. I'm late for a wedding. <laughs> so uh, I went back and... I ended up, um, yeah, drinking beers with these guys for a fair bit of the night and met heaps of crew and had a great time and then went and kicked on to Jack's party, which was perfect lead up because I was, um, yeah. I was already just, in a state? Oh, I was already, I, I walked in, I came in hot, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you were right hot. on. Yeah, yeah, so. Red hot. But, um, yeah, no, so my mates, um, nobody, listens, here. nobody listens to the show yet oh, yeah. um, from, from the comments, so we can probably get away with this, so I'll tell the truth of what I'm going to do. I'm going to just get my mates to come around. 100%. Pretend they're clients and just... Suck beers. Yeah. Friday, yeah. Fr- every Friday Hammer night. Hammer beers. Yeah. yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You wanted to... Um, you were looking at the... Uh, you were looking at the Madagascar <laughs> trip, I believe. Um, <laughs> have a beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this beer just happens to be from Madagascar, <laughs> but it says... Fuck, just drink it, mate. <laughs> yeah. um, That's nah, great. So, it's a really good place to work. I feel like it's... Um, Average age? It's... Say again? Average age? Average age. Oh, you know what? The whole place is run by um, a couple of young guys. Mm. A couple of young, young entrepreneurs. Sick. Um, Tom and Cliff, I believe, are the owners. Yep. Um, Dave, who I'm pretty pretty chumsy with Dave now, he's a ledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the money man. Danae and, um, Danae and Davey run the desk. Vanessa, everybody that I've just mentioned, no one's older than... I don't think anyone's older than like 28. Really? Yeah. Fuck, so they're so the, the founders are all over it. Yeah. They're switched on yeah. fucking entrepreneurs, young, yeah, young guys that are really killing it. And everything that's set up here, like it's a great work environment because because obviously it's just like, there's lots of co-working spaces in Melbourne. They're all just fucking offices basically. Mm. Desk, like that's what they are, a co-working space. Mm. You know, you walk in. This the has very, a vibe to it though. This is a Google vibe, you know. Yeah. It's, it's this Silicon, is a Google vibe. It's, it's a Google Silicon vibe. Valley setup, you know. So yep. like that dude, Menage, I was telling you about who runs the... Uh, Runs the um, runs the meditation classes. Yeah. So they have med- It's only once a week at the moment, which I feel like it maybe it'd be sick if it was twice a week. So they have once a week they have meditation classes, yoga, mm-hmm. and spin classes, mm-hmm. all free. And I think if it was twice a week for all of those, it'd be epic. Once a week is like, meh, yeah. but it's good still. It's good, and it's it's only just a few months old. So I think maybe in the future it might be like a couple of sessions a week. You yeah. can go down. That'd be good. Get your get your spin class on and stuff. But it's just got a really, um, yeah, it's just a good place to work. I think Mm. everybody here probably, if you're an entrepreneur, so there's a lot of people that aren't, they're just working for Mm. different companies that are around the place. But if you're an entrepreneur like me and in a young startup, the contacts you can make and just the um, productivity and kind of vibe and buzz around the joint is very beneficial for a young young business, I reckon. But this place is, yeah, I mean, as soon as I walked in, it was just like, it feels like, maybe not necessarily like a young vibe, or maybe a young vibe, but it's more just a cool vibe. Yeah. Like ping pong and like everyone's yeah. just- Pin, Pinball games. Cool shit. Yeah it's, yeah. it's not like, 
it doesn't feel like a drone life, you know, just no. nine to five, sitting behind a desk. Like no, it's man. just, it's, there's colors and it's, yeah. yeah so it's really I good. go and have, um, every day I'll go. So my lunch, I'll quickly dip across the road and then go to this like cheap chicken shop. I love the guys that work down there. And, and it's just, Huh? Kittens. Kittens. <laughs> yeah. No, no, not, not kittens. Chicken. 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 Not kittens. Oh, sorry. No, no. Yeah, chicken. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different kittens. animal. Yeah. yeah. Different old thing, actually. Very, very about, different. Might, not similar at all. But, might have been a cat. <laughs> but, um, That's racialist. Baby cats. <laughs> but um, so there, um, there's the name there. But, uh, On. So, <laughs> so uh, um, anyway, so I go across to the chicken shop and I get, they make me. Um, kitten Deluxe. They make me uh, three hand jobs. Um, <laughs> no, no, make, With a side of your own sauce. They make, if you're a listener God. that's not from Melbourne and you're wondering what we're making allusions to, Kittens is a strip club in Melbourne, a yeah. famous strip club. Which Bill and I have never been to because it objectifies yeah. women. Yeah. I've been to Baby Cats late at night, but I've never been to Which is effectively child porn. <laughs> <laughs> that is getting cut out. Um, um, anyway, I go to this chicken shop and, um, and um, I get... Half a chicken at, and the it's a it's a son and his mother. It's like a family run business, mm-hmm. and um, so the son always serves me. His name's Jung. He's a champ. And then the mum, um, she cooks me these like epic roast vegetables with like some Asian sauce on or whatever. Um, anyway, so I go, but I go over there and it takes me like fifteen minutes. Like they know what I want, like straight in, straight out. And I come back over here. Probably I give myself like I'm not strict, but I will give myself like an hour for lunch. So I'll go That's over. Me. I'll go over and have quickly eat my food and then what I'll do so I'm on level 4 this is level 3 that we're on now level 5 has a reading room a mm. quiet room so no electricity it's got all this epic natural really? light that's all these such like a good call. all these day beds and fucking oh. shit in there I'm, I'm like normally the only person I've ever seen in there no one really? uses the day so I go in there and I read for 30 minutes every lunchtime because I've got on my list of stuff that I like to do every day that I've still I've got on my computer on my Trello and just in my mind mm. you know it's like meditate cold shower gratitude journal yeah. do exercise fucking catch up with your mates once a week all this mm. stuff reading for 30 minutes is one of my big things mm-hmm. um, and I was trying to do it in the morning and didn't really get like in the habit that much in the morning and now with Ziggy it's harder because I just want to get him walked and all this shit in the morning so now it's like the best lunchtime. I, I wouldn't do it at home because I'd have the TV on. Yeah. You know, or I'd go and fucking clean something around the house or whatever. I just, every day I'm reading for half an hour and it's just great. Fantastic. Yeah, it's fucking sick, man. I'm about to do a brief test of the building's fire warning system. Oh, <laughs> for fuck's sake. So for everybody at home, <laughs> we just, we are... There's a fire drill going on, and everyone's evacuating, except we're not. Because oh, there's really fire. For the, yeah, yeah. There's actual fire. So, but for, for, the, for the good of the show, for the good of the show, we're going to stay on air and, and, and bring it live as it comes. Bill, what are your current thoughts right now? Okay, so that was the drill. Bill, what are your thoughts right now? Okay, again, that was the drill. Bill, Bill. Um, sorry, guys. Um, Unreal. Anyway, yeah, so... No, I feel like I'm the only one that uses the reading room. I've seen a couple of people in there, but I mean, I'm only in there for like 20, 30 minutes every day. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of hours in the day, so... Um, but there's um, lots of other places that people sit around and read, and there's like heaps of open open spaces, and like there's hammocks up top. Yep. Like little seated hammocks. Beautiful. Yeah, it's really good. So, mm. But I was surprised, like, people might just come here to work. Really, they might, because... I don't know if people are the same as me and you in the mm. real world. I what really do don't know if they what are. What do you mean? Well, I was thinking because of the way this joint's set up with like the the the, the, the water and, and, and apples and like the community stuff and like that it's a young young creatives and like mm. entrepreneurial vibe. It's very, you know, there's lots of 
I don't know. I just feel like it's a very forward-thinking area. I place, think it's very forward-thinking. It feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah. And then when I went down and had the meditation class, it was the first day that they'd run it, um, and I just happened to, happened to be my first day as well. And then I was telling you, I went down there, and maybe it's just that there's a bunch of people, because there's probably like 200 people here. There was only like 15 people in the class. Yeah. Maybe the other 185 people meditate, and mm-hmm. they just didn't want to go and do a meditation class because they meditate every morning. But I went down into the meditation class, and Minaj, the, the instructor, was talking about meditation, and um, he said, who else, who here has who here has an actual mindfulness routine that they go through yeah. and I expected everyone to put their hands up yeah. I really did and I was the only one to put their, that put my hand up in oh, the 15 yeah. people yeah, you I told was really me that. surprised That's I'm weird. like you guys for real like yeah. I just um, you know I'm I guess you saying, and I have come to meditation for a needed yeah maybe that's a lot right. of people have not but no that's right know. maybe people aren't head cases yeah or haven't been yeah. head, head talking head about being politically correct we're the biggest head cases yeah yeah but I mean not saying check me out I'm more high and mighty I'm only really I'm only a year into meditating myself but I just expected more of the the demographic that's here I just expected more people to be mm. onto mindfulness and, yeah, and self-improvement and, stuff and yeah so um, but that doesn't really mean anything it was a very nah. small small um, window of people that you know, we were looking at. So, but, so just um, for everyone at home, what exactly is the Commons? The Commons is a co-working space here in South Melbourne. Yeah. So basically, you can come here. There's a whole bunch of offices that people can rent. So some of the bigger companies in Melbourne are here. I think there's like 20 people offices down to two people offices. Mm. There's stationary desks um, where you have your desk. You can set it up the way you like it. You, got, you can have filing cabinets there, all, all your stuff, whatever. And then there's floating desks. And mm-hmm. I'm on a floating desk. So floating desk is like the cheapest option. I might get a stationary desk. I'm just sussing out because I'm going away for the Thailand trip and stuff anyway. Yeah. So middle of the year if I decide I want a um, stationary desk, but it's like twice the cost. Mm. And I like to just have everything packed up in my in my backpack yeah. and, and just move around. Like I'm not really, I don't see, unless I had like a unless person- Unless you have shit that you've never stayed there. I don't, for me, I don't really need a stationary desk. Yeah. I don't feel like, not for like the double the price. If it was mm. at some point, it'd be sick if eventually it has- uh, like two, three people office, you yeah. know, something like that. Yeah. That's something that'd be beneficial. So yeah. you can set your, set up all your stuff. You know, you can have like vision boards and mm. fucking, um, you can have your own whiteboards and write up all your plans all around the office. Yeah. But if it's Definitely. just a desk, it's like, a, a, it's just not that much of a benefit for exactly. me really. So. Yeah. Especially because you want to stay, like you said, relatively mobile. Like you just, yeah, just mm. pack your bag and mm. you don't have to be in one place at the one time because yeah. ideally you'd want to be doing this in Bali, you'd want to be doing this in Mexico. You want yeah, to be doing possibly, this in, yeah. You know. So, so no, it's good. It's my first vibe in a, in a co-working space and I'm really liking it. It's keeping you productive. Mm. Mm. Keeping me very productive. Mm. How's um, the training? Uh, what's that? How's the training going? Oh, no, I haven't been training much since I got back. So it's I going had, well? Yeah. <laughs> had, um, had Bali and, and um, Kokoda, obviously. And when I got back from Kokoda, my body was hammered. So I didn't really train. I was really sick. So probably only got, whatever, I've been back two weeks. Probably only got like two or three sessions in. And then I went and did the fun run on Sunday night. Um, ran 13 k's on a road down yeah. down down Monash. So had you trained for that apart nah. from Kokoda? Nah. Yeah. Yeah. So well, how- if you call Kokoda training yeah. for running, then yeah. But then yeah, I trained. What's interesting is like that you said Kokoda isn't that hard. Um, nah. Kokoda for me is um, Kokoda is. Strenuous, yep, and challenging. Because I, I would look at it, um, you know, from the perspective of how hard it is, and it, like mm. it brings about mateship and mm. loyalty, and and it's very much like a, a mental game and all this sort of thing. But the actual physicality of it, you know, I reckon it's 
Would have been hard for the diggers. Would have been hard for the diggers. Yeah. Because they were carrying tons of shit. They were getting shot at. Yeah, exactly. They are getting shot yeah. at. They were carrying 25, 30 kilos of stuff. Yeah. Malnourished. Yeah, exactly. Fucking, yeah. Uh, in the worst the worst military conditions known to man. So mm. would have been horrific for those guys. And people would find Kokoda hard. Mm. People on our trip were falling over all the time and, and struggling through bits and pieces. I mean, I'm not... Um, I'm a powerlifter, so my lower body's strong. Yeah. Considerably strong yep. compared to the but average not, person. Um, not um, sensationally aerobically good. No. Yeah. I'm not aerobically fit at all. Yeah, yeah. But it's not but really aerobic fitness. This, obviously. Yeah, it's, it's just like, it's just beats your body down. Some people would call yeah. it hard for sure. I'm talking about my personal uh, experience. Yeah. My personal experience was it was strenuous exercise every day but at no yeah. point that was I like fuck this is hard it was yeah. just like it's like getting a tattoo you're like this doesn't yeah, you hurt just get it's just it. annoying it's just shit you know yeah, yeah. so <laughs> yeah Kokoda was fucking shit it was just shit <laughs> <laughs> but um nah so so Kokoda was um Kokoda was great so but yeah I haven't really been training because I did that um fun run and then I just got back in the gym yesterday because I 13k's just hammering my body I haven't ran since last year that's yep. the most I've ever run in my life 13k's um so no, getting back into the training, but mm. no, Kokoda was good though, man. It's something I think. Um, have you ever thought about doing it? Yeah, I have. I really want to do a Vipassana trip though. Like, mm. I really want to do a Vipassana trip. Mm. Even before, I mean, Kokoda, I would be fantastic. I'd love to do it, but I just love the idea of just going away and just having like nine days to myself completely mm. because I think it would be so hard. Mm. I mean, I'm a fucking chatterbox, mm. and um, but I think it would it would help. You know, I, I mean, I don't have any sort of anxiety in my life anymore. But um, I still feel sometimes that I habitually just impulsively say something when mm. I don't really need to. Like it, uh, it's oh, no really? Like, you think that? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing this right now. <laughs> talk, 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 talk. <laughs> but yeah, it would be really interesting to see. I don't know. Just get more in tune with myself, even more than I already mm. am, and you know, just really, really hit another level of introspection. You should do a um, Vipassana Kokoda. Yeah. Should v- do a silent v- Kokoda. Vakoda. Vakoda. Yeah. Sounds um, kind of like a uh, porno. I, um, you see that chick in that Vakoda trip? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hot ass. Um, I, um, She's a real uh, you, you wouldn't. You obviously wouldn't do a, a silent Kokoda trip, but you could. I, I think um, I want to do a Vipassana trip as well. Yeah. I, um, but I really like the idea of um, like Kokoda, for example, not so much Kokoda, but when I went to um, Yosemite National Park last mm. year with Jack, I went there and we did like really only a day of hiking. We're, we, we fucked it up and we're only really there for a day. We, we should have had more time than we kind of did. I think we were there two nights, but it was just one full day. And um, it was so fucking good. Mm. We did, all, did a couple of these hikes. We just went through like five or six waterfalls and all these amazing rock fam- formations mm. and all these overhanging cliffs with the valley oh, below. Like best. The best shit ever. Yeah. And I said, like, I'd love to go back and do it with a bunch of people. No yeah. worries. But I'd love to go and... You know what I really fucking want to do is I want to go hiking and do some hiking by myself mm. same same deal same mm. deal as Vipassana yep. you know, not be around anyone yeah. just be around nature and be with a fucking but Vipassana is obviously no stimulation of any sort yep. Vipassana for people for, if you're listening is a is a silent meditation retreat no books no or yep. no TVs no talking to anyone no whatever yep. so yep. But no, not, no TVs yeah. you can't bring your own TV <laughs> <laughs> it's what we want yeah. <laughs> you can't um, bring a house <laughs> <laughs> no horses. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, just to get... Because on Kokoda, we had no... We were off the grid. I had no Wi-Fi, no yeah. phone, no anything. I had a camera, but mm. I didn't have any form of... So even, the, of that. even did you feel like the camera was keeping you in touch with that uh, 
Not really. Nah. Yeah, that's not good. really. Yeah, that's good. Nah. I mean, you're just not getting you're not getting notifications. You're not worrying about mm. fucking uh, how many downloads has the podcast got, yeah. or you know, I got to get back to that email because you you just know as soon as as soon as I got to the point where I knew that I was out of range. I was like, well, that's it. You know, yeah. I don't need to think about any of that shit because there's no point. Yeah. You know, so um, the camera was just, the camera was like the opposite. The camera was there so that we could really take into account what we were going through, like, mm. like to really cherish what we were doing, you know, yeah. the fact that we were like, every night we'd have a little campfire going and we'd get Clemo. We had a guide, Clement, he was a historian. And we we get Clemo to come in and tell us a um, tell us a history lesson. Tell us about like this part of the trek is where the Australians. Um, and I'm not I'm not extremely patriotic. I think Australia is the greatest country in the world. I yeah. really do. I just like <laughs> no no. But I think that I think that looking at the facts. Yeah. You know I I don't I'm not like Australia is oh, the greatest yeah, country yeah, yeah. in the world because I'm Australian. Just, on a piece of paper that would look so funny. Yeah. I'm not that patriotic at all. But I mean yeah. Australia is the best country in the world. Yeah. yeah. But I mean if I was <laughs> I Bangladesh, I if I was Bangladeshi. Yeah. For example. Yeah. Sorry to our Bangladeshi listeners. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I probably wouldn't be saying you know yeah. for the sake of it because you look at the um the demographic like you look at the the socio-political factors and yeah, look at I the environment. Yeah, it's a great place to live. Yeah, it really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I understand that and I'm, secular. I'm, you know, I'm proud to be Australian in a way, but I just think I'm not overly patriotic because I think patriotism leads to a lot of negative stuff, mm. you know, so kind of like the way you think yours. of religion. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, anyway, but uh, to, to, to listen to the stories of what like the Australian and Japanese troops went through and the conditions that they fought in basically over in Kokoda it was pretty fascinating mm. and some of the guys were really really I loved it every night yeah. listening so Clemo our, our guy would sit us down at the campfire and tell us about like a, a famous battle or like the conditions wow. that the guys are going through or like a letter that this guy wrote to his wife like all these yeah. little bits and pieces and like it was so much fun just sitting down and it wasn't really fun like fun's not the right word it was just more like I'm absolutely fucking content right now with yeah. my life. Like I couldn't be more at peace. Just like I've got a group of great friends that I'm sitting next to. Mm. I'm in nature and nothing else. Exactly. Um, I've worked hard. You know, I, I earned this rest and this fucking downtime. So you or got whatever. that sense of achievement. Yeah, and yep. like me and Corza, me and Corey, uh, we sat just before bed one night. We sat there and um, we sat there and stared at the stars for like. 30 minutes talking about how the planets work. Did, and you, get how, a little, uh, did you get a little handsy? Nah, no handsy. I was disappointed. Did you get a little handsy at all? But um, are you just Snapchat me I'm there? I'm literally asking Insta, about Insta about storing a hand, us hand right job. now in the show. Oh, yeah, hey, how you going? Instagram. <laughs> That's Bill for everyone that's known. <laughs> but um, yeah, so, and we just stared up at the stars because it was one of the most epic skies that I've ever seen, you know? Because yeah. think of the light pollution in the middle of Papua New Guinea jungle. Mm. There's fucking next to none. Yeah. You know? So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like so you no, would have seen yeah. aliens. Yeah. Like nowhere I've really ever been. Yeah. Yeah. So it was um, just getting back to nature and I mean, having the camera, yeah, the camera is obviously electronic, but um, aside from that, you know, it was just, it was fucking awesome, man. It was really, mm. really just, all you're really doing is you're cherishing the time with the people that you're you're around. Yeah. You know? Yeah, just, exactly. And that's why of all the trips that we do with Adventure Bit, we do, you know, trips through Japan doing fucking this, that and the other and New Zealand and Thailand and Philippines, all this stuff. And it's we gotta to rush to get to this place, we've got to go and do this, we've got to do and do mm. that. And they're fucking awesome. Like yeah. they really are. And you tick off so much stuff and you have a great time or whatever. But I just feel like for me, my favourite type of trip is the expedition style trip where we only, we've only run two of them. You know, I've only been, I've been to base camp twice in Kokoda once. But 
that style of trip mm. um, where all you have is you have the people that you're with and the the, the, the direction that you're walking yep. and that's all you have so you're yep. just telling stories making friends fucking laughing your heads off mm. and working hard together there's just nothing better it's fucking great did um did you did you um were there many times during the trip where you were just sort of in your own mind like yeah. a lot of time where you just weren't even and what was sort of going through your head um was it like one uh, step at a time or were you getting no, getting no. philosophical or? no no I wasn't really getting too philosophical I've talked about adventure a lot with people. Mm. Um, so a lot of what I'll, what I'll talk about, um, not what I'll talk about, sorry, but came up a lot because I had Mac with me. So Mac, Mac and I'll talk about it. And then Corey will talk to me about stuff. I'm getting all these inputs. So mm. I've thought about adventure a lot. You know, I spent a lot of time thinking about directions, uh, decisions, choices, yep. like, you know, this, that, and the other. And then, you know, I, I would also spend a little bit of time mulling over the conversation that we've just had for the last hour with the three or four of us, you know? Yep. But um, apparently I talked the most on the whole trip. Everybody voted at the end. Because yeah. I thought Roisy never shut up, but apparently it was me. Yeah. But I was at the back. So that guy was at the front. I was at the back because I was like, you know, I was guiding too. Yeah, and yeah. I'd done it. I was like the, the Australian guide. Yeah, of course. Um, so I was at the very back. So I'd always have someone up the back with me and it would end up being like me and my porter Ivan and then like it'd be Roisy and his his porter, Corey and his porter, or the group of us, or mm. me and Am, or me and Mac and his missus. Like, so it would always be a conversation going on at the back. Oh, it was very rare. Sounds weird, but it was pretty rare that I wasn't in the middle of a really deep, interesting conversation. Mm. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, 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 that's fantastic. Yeah, it was just- so it was never there was never any superficial sort of stuff. It was always because you you just bond yeah. so much with someone. Obviously, the more you spend time with them, but when when you both overcome a challenge together. Yeah. That's how you, that's how you bond. No, nah, no, nah, there was no, 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 no superficial crap at all. It was yeah. really, really, really enjoyed every conversation like mm. that went, you know, some conversations we had just went two hours deep talking about life, talking mm. about fucking finances, talking about philosophy, talking about artificial intelligence, talking about yeah. the future, talking about where fucking humanity came from. All Mate, the, you should have recorded it. All the shit we talk about. Yeah. All the shit we talk about. And it probably stemmed from me. I'm yeah. like, hey guys, have you heard about artificial intelligence? Yeah. They're like, Fuck yes, off, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, we've heard about it. Have you guys heard about the stomach? <laughs> Um, so no it was great and then the other highlight of the whole thing is like you get um, so you have a Papua New Guinean team we, we had a Papua New Guinean team of porters and, and food chefs and guides and stuff uh-huh. and you just become fucking did you just go make a, no- a noise <laughs> I went uh huh because normally I go, like you mm-hmm. went uh <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I go mm-hmm. and other times I go uh. so now what does it go more like that. Uh. Yeah, it was more like <laughs> just to say did you like um yeah hated it did you <laughs> but um <laughs> But the other good thing was um, we've got these Papua New Guinea guys that you just become amazing friends with. Yeah. Like that, they'll, what were some of their names? So my, my guy was Ivan. Ivan. Yeah. Ivan. Corey, Corey had... Um, yeah, yeah. Corey had, um, Corey had um, Gary. Gary. Gary was a fucking classic Not man. Not exactly what I would expect from a yeah. Papua New Guinea. Yeah, I don't think he was born Gary. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But... Um, but can, you, uh, can you give us an example of what his actual name would have been? Um, I can't really do it very well, but I know you can. <laughs> we won't. We, we won't. Um, 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 click, click, click. Is that what you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, my name's uh, Click, Click, Click. What's but, your last name, Click? Yeah, it's Click. Um, I said. But, um, and my last name's Gary. It was so funny. Gary was... Uh, all the boys were classic, like... Because you don't really get to know them too well at the start. It's like you get on the track and you start walking. Yeah. And like then you have all the time in the world. But um, like everyone's kind of just walking, talking. All the all us crew are talking between ourselves. And then one of the um, one of the crew went down. First person to go down. And then um, Trev, one of the oldest uh, porters we had, Trev yells out, 
White Hawk down. White Hawk down. And we're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then we, everyone kind of giggled. And then about 10 seconds later, Gary, one of the porters, falls flat in his face. Jeff goes, Black Hawk down. Black Hawk down. So every time, every time someone went down, it was White Hawk down or Black Hawk yeah. down. But uh, Gary were there, came, any, were there any Asians on the trip? Uh, nah, there was okay. no Yellow Hawk down. Yeah. But um, only one. <laughs> um, Mate, this has been the most politically incorrect oh, show. It's just shocking. Um, we're really actually not racist, fucking sexist. No, um, we're not. We're, we're, not. Really we're, just, not. we're just being... We're just idiots. We're just being stupid. Yeah. yeah. For, for um, everyone. I mean, you guys all know us well by now. I'm but pretty racist, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Bill's not racist. He just doesn't like other racists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's outspoken oh, about racist it. racist actually technically mean? Yeah. yeah. This is in... Well, racism would mean the discrimination of another race. Oh, purely. racist as fuck then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, then yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. No, I just... thought it meant I was a vegetarian. <laughs> um, no, I'm Really just... shit way to end the gag there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. But, uh, yeah, no, so you get to know the boys really well. And fuck, I forget. Oh, yeah, Gary came up with the best line of the, line of the trip. Um, so it was so funny. You had to really get to know him and his mannerisms and the way this Gary Is this going to be one of those gags? What do you mean? Where you've and, and, already said that it's technically not funny because we weren't there. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to throw something at Jack off. You're going to throw some Jack off gag yeah, 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 nah, so, And I'll give you a, a laugh. So, so Gary, Gary, um, Corey's walking along. Gaz is probably the funniest of all the porters. He was a fucking classic. And, but just a kooky guy. Yeah. Like, just as he'd fall over the most and he'd say weird stuff and, like, you know, just always have a smile on his face. One yeah. of those kind of guys. Just a ledge. Wasn't particularly witty or anything like that. Yeah. And then, um, so, Corey, there's this um, noise coming from the forest and it was like a quack, quack, quack. Like one of those, it's like a, fr- uh, uh, like a frog or like a yeah. fucking, um, don't really know um, what, a, don't really know like what, a, what makes those noises. Uh, like a, a, f- oh, uh, frog. a duck. The frog. ducks? No, I know I sound like a duck, but I, I think. Frogs like make it. Yeah, it was Ruben. like, um, anyway, so <clears throat> Corey goes, Corey goes, uh, what do you reckon that noise is, guys? Gary goes. Uh, Corey, I think it's a, I think it's a worm. A worm? <laughs> yeah. Corey starts, yeah. starts pissing himself laughing. Guru calls me over. He goes, Gaz, tell him what you just told me. Yeah. He, hear that noise? I'm like, yeah. Um, anyway, so Gary goes, oh, yes, uh, I thought it was a, a worm. And I said, a worm, Gaz? Yeah. A fucking, where the fuck's uh, that noise going to come worm. from from a worm? And Gary looks at us and he just goes... I don't know. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was fun. it was the he, best. He but. just he panicked. Yeah, he panicked. He, no idea. he panicked. Yeah. He just he just wanted to. Um, he I to think the something. boys. I think the boys used to just try and keep us happy with like facts and figures and stuff about Because no, no, because Clemo, for example, Clemo's talking about. Um, he's talking about the shot of a rifle from one point on the trek that the Japanese had, and the time it would take to to get over to the Australians, like. 1500 feet away uh-huh. something like that it was like a long range rifle yeah and someone goes <laughs> someone goes <laughs> and you can tell it's a question you've never been asked before yeah. someone goes so Clemo when they shoot that rifle like how long does it take to cover the distance of 1500 meters a yeah. rifle a rifle right a gun so oh, how, if I, f- how so, fast how, how fast how, far, for it how to travel. fast does the gun how fast does how a fast bullet, bullet take go? Yeah. yeah how fast does a bullet go and what would you say if I asked you that as a rough guess <laughs> maybe uh Five seconds. Yeah. Okay. So not yeah. about not about yes. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, that's something around the ballpark of what a regular person would say, right? Yeah. Clemo, Clemo goes. Clemo looks at us. We go. So how long? How long does it take from when the bullet is shot to 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 impact Clemo? And Clemo looks at us and goes, two three minutes maybe. <laughs> 
serious? Well, like, Clemo, they're not shooting it up yeah. straight in the air, mate. Yeah. He, he goes, oh, maybe maybe 90 seconds. <laughs> no like, you don't know what you're on about, mate. No, you've got no idea. <laughs> Let's be honest. You've got no fucking you idea. You have no idea. <laughs> you don't have to answer questions <laughs> no. just for the sake of answering just questions. Just you don't Clemo. know, mate. Yeah. That's gone. Yeah, so, no, 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 I do know. Yeah, yeah. Precisely. I think... If it went that slow, it wouldn't fly. Nah, that's right. It'd it would just fall. hit the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would literally be the worst guard of all time. Fucking, it'd be going 40, be, 40, 40 <laughs> meters an hour. Fuck it, yeah. You'd be, you'd be dropping a rock on the ground. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get you in the rock, yeah. mate. So it's like, I think they're um, the, the Papuan boys to, to an extent. And because also they were our porters and like staff, I suppose. I, yeah. I feel like they had to, there was heaps of times like that where you'd ask them a question, they would answer, and you go, you don't know, do you, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just say, I don't know, Surely it's fine. Surely became a thing of just like trying to wind them up, trying oh, we to ask them right questions. Up. Oh, yeah. yeah, we were all, it was And they just banter. know. So much banter by the end, just, it was, it was fucking great, so. But, um, yeah, well, so. That was good. Until next week. Well, we're well, yeah. Very abrupt. Very abrupt. Anyway, goodbye. <laughs> but, um, we've got to get out of here, guys. We've got yeah. shit to do. <laughs> all right, yeah. Sorry, guys, we're too good for here. We, we places, places. Many people I knew see. you would say that. That's gold. Um, oh, yeah. Should we wind it up, though, Tommy? Yeah, we should wind it up, yeah. Hey, right. uh, leave me with an interesting fact. An interesting fact. Uh, all right, I've got an interesting fact for you. Yep. Did you know mm-hmm. that when a rifle shot from 1,500 <laughs> metres away yeah. hits its point of impact, it travels for three and a half minutes in the air? No, I didn't know that. All right, do you want to know the real fact then? Yeah, yeah. So we... Because I would assume once, the bullet would hit the ground. Once Clemo, once Clemo told us this bullshit fact, yeah. we were all discussing on the on the trek how fast the bullet actually goes. And we're like, oh, this is interesting. Like with a sniper rifle. And so we said, does the bullet go faster than... The speed of light. The speed of light. Yeah. The speed of light. <laughs> the speed of sound. The speed of sound. So I'll ask you though, is yeah. it, do you think a bullet, a, a sniper rifle bullet goes faster than the speed of sound? So if you... Yes, it does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Because I just, I've, I've you, you think about, you think about the sound it makes, mm-hmm. but the person's already been hit. Well, that, was the, that was the, that was the conversation we're having. Yeah. And we all came up with our different um, hypotheses. Yeah. And the answer was, in fact, you're correct. Yeah. Like when you're shot by a sniper you've seen rifle. People, you've seen people in movies and stuff, and they hit the ground, but then you hear the sound. Yeah. 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 So you'll be dead before you hear the sound. Before with you sniper, hear the sound. With, even at yeah. 1500, even at like. And so what is that speed? Uh, I think it's technically known as fast as fuck. Fast as fuck. Yeah. 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 Fast as shit. Yeah. <laughs> fast as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kilometers an hour. All right. No worries. <laughs> all right. Well, until uh, next week. That's Bye a wrap. Bye bye. Oh, yeah. We we both the same time. <laughs> until right. next week, you go. That's Bye a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Yeah. Uh, see, right. see you guys. <laughs> we did <it> again. <laughs> All right, hang on. Fucking hell. We're actually going to do this right. You do it. You do it. Until next week. That's a wrap. All righty, guys. That was a shoot the shit. If you liked it, please help us by subscribing. If you are a first-time listener, if you're a many-time listener, please go ahead and leave us a rating and review. It really helps climb the, the, uh, the charts for us. And uh, that's very important so we can keep bringing you the best shows possible. Um, if you want anything from that show in form of uh, links or stuff that we've mentioned, you can head to the show notes at www.eventfittravel.com forward slash radio. And then don't forget to check out Quash Creative, quashcreative.com.au. Quashcreative.com.au. Quashcreative.com.for. Um, <laughs> Q-A-I-S-H-creative.com. Uh, not at you, not at you. Head to Audible, quashcreative.com. Head to <laughs> audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF radio. 
And then also head to www.adventuretravel.com. Use the code word radio for 10% off any and all trips. I like that. See you next week.